What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Time to talk careers here on Money FM 89.3 and ask the question, is it career suicide to work in unskilled jobs between big gigs? And to talk about that, I'm joined by Steve Stein, Senior Regional Leadership Advisor, a 30-year veteran of Asia and a former journalist. Welcome to Money FM. Thanks, Jason. Pleasure to be here. All right. So there's a story that happened over the last uh, couple of weeks about Jeffrey Owens, an actor from The Cosby Show, who was uh, very famous and quite popular here in Singapore. He was photographed working as a cashier at Trader Joe's in New Jersey as a kind of like, a, I guess you'd call someone bagging groceries. And this is sent online and he was job shamed, uh, Steve. People are saying, how could a famous actor be working in a menial job? What was your initial reaction when you saw that? Uh, well, the day that we have to be shamed for working is a bad day. And uh, I think in many ways, anyone who knows about the world of acting or has lived in and out of L.A. knows that everybody takes part-time jobs. And there's nothing wrong with part-time jobs, even between gigs. That's exactly what he did. So I don't know why he was called out for it. Yeah, there was a lot of people on social media who came to his defense. He played uh, Elvin Thibodeau in the uh, series from 1985 to 1992. It was the husband of one of the uh, daughters of, of Cosby. Uh, and we talked about, you know, that people looked at what he looked like then, uh, Stephen, how he looks now. He's older, you know, he's uh, in his late 50s, he's put on some weight. So actually my boss was saying, or one, of the, one of my colleagues was saying, well, people were more upset that he didn't look like he did when he was uh, working in The Cosby Show. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, you know, maybe uh, we, we could all be fused and frozen in time and come back in a better, healthier selves. But I, I don't know any 50-year-olds who haven't gained a little bit of weight, do you? No, I don't, I yeah. don't. So, uh, yeah, that, this was a big story, and we saw, uh, you know, the Daily Mail, Fox News filing on it. But I, and then he actually went on Good Morning America to defend himself, and he said, look, I, I still, I'm still working, but I need to pay the bills. You know, acting, as you mentioned, Steve, is a very um, unreliable kind of source of income, so he has to get out there and work. But since then, he's not working there anymore at Trader Joe's. I think he's uh, had enough of the attention. Well, there was an outpouring of support for him. And, you know, a lot of times the conservative uh, side of the United States has oftentimes um, gone after the uh, the Hollywood elite, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so anybody in, in Hollywood who has to do work or has to do menial labor somehow is a bad thing. I think it actually backfired on the conservatives in so many ways. Okay. Well, let's ask that question. Is it career suicide to work in unskilled jobs between gigs? And as we mentioned, Steve, you worked for a long time in the recruitment field, yeah, you worked with uh, senior executives uh, who have lost their jobs and they're looking for the next thing. Should they be working at a supermarket, you know, cutting grass? Should they be uh, you know, working in Uber or whatever? Well, it's funny you mentioned Uber because, you know, I, I recently, uh, I, I was in a grab, the guy driving it. And I said, you know, we, we struck up a conversation as mm. you do. And he's, I said, why do you do it? He goes, well, I'm a, I'm a homeowner in Sentosa and I like people. And I said, a homeowner? He goes, yeah, we, that's my house. We passed a, you know, $20 million house. I said, here's a guy who's actually cruising down, you know, just having a chat. Wonderfully delightful guy. Mm. And so he's doing it for the right reasons. It's not the money. Right. But then you're going to have to put it on your resume, on your LinkedIn uh, profile. And, you know, you put Uber driver from you know, March 2018 to October 2018. It's not going to look good, is it, when you're trying to go for your next big gig? Well, I think there are two, you know, answers to this question. I, I think there's nothing wrong with experience and gaining experience. And, and if you're young and if you're looking for ways to expand or network or whatever the case may be, take whatever you can, enjoy it, learn something from it and move on. For executives, it's a whole different game. Mm. I mean, there is the idea of being how you're perceived in the market. And when you're at that level with those level of skills, you want to make sure that you're doing things that are relevant, meaningful and contributing. Right. But what about paying the bills? If, uh, let's say, you know, you've met many executives who have been laid off and many changes of business and all that. 
What do you advise them to do in that interim period? Well, I think that's just to either recertify themselves, re-educate mm-hmm. themselves, reinvent themselves as the process. Now, if you have to pay bills in between, there's all kinds of organizations looking for interim consultants and advisors. Mm-hmm. It's happening everywhere. It's not like the old days where you kind of signed up for a company, you worked 30 years, you retired with a pension. It's different now. Mm, things have changed a lot. And uh, what kind of things have you seen uh, in your job with uh, people you know, being unexpectedly laid off and wondering what to do? Again, there's there's so many different layers to this. But if you're an expat working in, in Singapore, you've mm. got 30 days. So mm. either you decide, yeah. I get to get a job or I got to leave. The clock's but, ticking, isn't it? That's right. But but for locals or for PRs, there's lots of opportunity here. And Singapore is renowned for you know creating opportunities for people in so many different ways. I mean, networking, joining associations, reaching out to, to friends and family, making sure that you just don't hole away, but you enter into those meaningful conversations to figure out what's going to work for you next. But it's quite confronting, isn't it, for some people to do that because they've been so much in this comfort zone for so long making lovely uh, salary and having all the benefits and that's taken away. Absolutely. And sometimes all you need is just a little bit of a kick in the pants, you Mm. know, just uh, help somebody design and structure a view of what they want to do and what their true passions and beliefs are, what their capabilities, structure a mini business plan and then go out and start to test the waters. Mm. That's, That's in a situation where you've been laid off. But I would always advocate and many times senior executives come through my office and we have these conversations and they say, listen, I'm not sure I can keep going with this. Mm. And my argument to them is actually start to lay the, sow the seeds now. Start to think about what else you would do and don't wait until that minute when you get fired. Yeah, you've always got, always got to look ahead to the next step. Absolutely. Don't you? Speaking yeah. to Steve Stein, Senior Regional Leadership Advisor here on Money FM. Look, I'll share a story. Uh, when, like you, I used to be a journalist. Well, I'm still a journalist. I was a young journalist and uh, I was working in Australia and I'd come back from a trip over overseas to the UK. I'd been working there and I came back and I wasn't sure about what to do next in my journalism career in Sydney, Australia. So I played in a rugby team and the rugby players were uh, working at, at a shampoo factory called Weller Shampoo in North Ride in, in Sydney. And they said, hey, why don't you come and work with us at, as a storeman and packer? Uh, I guess you can kind of understand what that is. That's where you're kind of, you know, boxing up the, uh, a bit like uh, Jeffrey Owens, boxing up something, boxing up shampoo and sending them off. So I did it for a while. This was a long time ago. I was in my early to mid-20s, mid-20s, probably 25. I did it and I realized, look, this is not what I want to do. I'm making a paycheck because at that time, journalism as a young journalist didn't pay well and salaries were comparable, but it wasn't my passion. And I did it and I'm like, no, I got to get back into journalism. I probably only did it for like two or three months. Well, I think that's brilliant that you took the, you know, seized the opportunity and did something. And I, I think, frankly, many of us, there's there's some arrogance that creeps in with people who are senior mm. executives. And, and sometimes, you know, it's good for them to go and get exposed to the blue collar worker. What it's like to actually sweat it out yes, and earn yeah. a wage, right, versus yeah. have everything paid for. So I think, you know, in, in that regard, anybody who can take those interim steps, is it, it works out and works out well. Yeah, I mean, I learned a lot about the shampoo industry as well, you know, before I returned to. So, yeah, I had a taste. It's like being an actor, right? And you get a taste of what the other uh, side is doing. Yeah, well done. So uh, another story I'll share is uh, when I went to the UK in the 90s, the mid 90s, I was looking for a journalism job again, moving back from Australia to the UK. And um, it was kind of quiet and, and, and busy and not much going on. So I threw myself into a temp agency and started working in jobs there. It was summer. It was lovely weather in London and you know how nice it can be there. So they were throwing me in different jobs. And I was working at Liberty uh, Department Store in London as uh, just like a kind of in the furniture department, actually, helping people and you know lifting furniture. 
But in, a, in another way, this really helped uh, give me a positive kind of uh, outflow. And I, I, I was in a very positive state of mind. And soon enough, I found a journalism job. And even though doing the furniture job wasn't uh, really taking my career forward, I felt that by doing something, it was better than doing nothing. I, I think to the degree, yes, to the degree that it doesn't uh, distract you from getting back to what you truly love to do, mm-hmm. there are some people who just get caught up and said, well, you know, it, it's good enough for now. And I think in many ways, if you can just carve out time, plan accordingly, and stay focused on the prize, whatever that may be, great. Work while you can, earn some wages, get to know some other people, network. Yeah. And I think that time I was in my 30s, so it's a bit different now when I'm, when I'm quite a bit older and had more seniority, to maybe do that now wouldn't feel so good. So. Would you say that it depends on what stage of your career you're in? No. I mean, I, actually, I would argue that, that the older you get, frankly, the more um, you know, hubris you should have and therefore the more kind of willingness and desire to get and understand things. Lifelong learning is what this thing is all about. Mm. And we can't depend on corporations to no. see us through to the, to the grave. We have to be kind of nimble and come up with ways of reinventing ourselves all the time. So I would not say as long as it's kind of consistently moving you in a specific direction or in a passion direction – Great. The minute that it takes you off that course and it's just for the money only yes, or yeah. something else, then I'd say be careful. Yeah. I got another friend uh, from Sydney from my school who was a stockbroker, successful stockbroker. Now he's in his mid to late 50s. He's got the money. He doesn't want to work as a stockbroker anymore. He now welcomes passengers as they arrive at the International Passenger Terminal on ships, in, on cruise ships. And yeah. he loves it. Well, brilliant. There it is. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy who actually has his ego intact, and he knows that, listen, if I, this is how I want to spend my days, and money isn't a worry, mm. I'm going to do what I love, and good on him. Yeah. So uh, any advice you'd give to people who are maybe uh, in the same position as uh, Jeffrey Owens, that actor from The Cosby Show, who are in the creative fields uh, and wanting to decide what they should do? They're, they've got nothing going on acting-wise. Yeah, don't get fat. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. I think beyond that, it's, you know, I mean, it, it is one of those opportunities to kind of get your health back. Mm. And I think a lot of people don't really spend time thinking about the importance of health. And when we're you know, working big corporate jobs or you're working you know, 12, 14 hours a day, you don't have the time to get fit or to eat well the yeah, whole bit. Yeah. So I would say many times it's almost like that, that opportunity to stop, pause, get your health back, get your, 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 your thinking back, and then be able to kind of go back into the market stronger and better than ever. Yeah, I think you're 100% right there because we do see our health suffer, don't we? We're in these crazy corporate jobs. We're on calls late at night. We're under stress, and we don't realize it at the time. It just seems normal. But then when we step aside, Steve, it, it feels like, yeah, this has not been normal. Ah, perspective is a wonderful thing. <laughs> mm. All right. We'll have more from uh, Steve Stein, Senior Regional Leadership Advisor, shortly here on Money FM 89.3.